the way I look at a business plan is it's like a GPS for your car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like yeah. when, when you're driving your car to go to, you're going to go from Tampa to Orlando and or, it's going to take you off on one of the exits, maybe 49. You're going to go up around over the overpass and then back on I-4. Why does it do it in that one spot? I'm like, what? You're absolutely right. Right? It does it in that one spot. What am I doing here? There's nothing here. (laughs) But you're making my point. Back on track. The GPS reroutes you to the right place. Yep. When you go the wrong way, rerouting, 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 the GPS always comes back. Think about your business plan like that. When you get derailed, that business plan is always there to get you right back on track quickly. So welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with the super amazing co-host, <laughs> John Jones. So at the time that this podcast comes out, it will be past John's birthday. But Thank you, Brian. I, I want to take sing a to me now to say happy birthday Thank to you, bro. you since Thank tomorrow you. is what, your 60th birthday? Thank you, Brian. No. Yeah. 45th birthday? Close. Now okay. you're getting closer. There we go. Thank right. you. So happy 45th 60, birthday man. Killing to John me. Jones. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, so listen, we got a pretty cool podcast, I think, lined up for you today. Um, you know, we're about halfway through uh, the year here at the end of June. And so we're at a halftime point, right? Halfway in the year. And, uh, you know, John, you're a huge sports fan. I'm a huge sports fan. There's a lot of halftimes in sports yes there are yeah right i mean none in baseball seventh inning stretch maybe you know between yeah. innings but no it's a little you're late. right you're right yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little late to get it going yeah it's a little late but uh we just figured we would it's talk crazy a little to bit. think that we're halfway through the year already i know i mean i was just over at the nba event in tampa and just you know finally back doing live events you know yeah, having the lunches and guest speakers and you know we hadn't all seen each other in you know a year and a half yeah. almost for many of us, and it's just, it, we, we can't believe that we're already halfway through 2021. I know. I know. Well, I think part of that is by the nature of being salespeople, we tend to see time in blocks of months, one month, two months, three, you know, it's yep. not in days, it's not in weeks, it's, right. in, it's in months, right? Which I don't know whether that's good or bad, but that's how in sales. It's speeding we, along. We see it, it certainly makes them speed along. Now, I remember when I was like 14 and I couldn't wait to get my driver's license, like the days were really slow. It's like Christmas time as a kid, man. Yeah. You know, like it took forever to get to your 16th birthday. Well, in sales, you get there in about eight hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's literally how it feels. So anyways, we're talking about halftime adjustments. We just figured we would take a little bit of time today and we would talk about specifically in terms of your mortgage business, what are some halftime adjustments that, you know, we should be looking at. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to note um, you know, sports does a really great job at this, right? Right. And I know we were joking. Baseball doesn't really have a seventh inning stretch, but in, you know, hockey, they have an intermission after every period and basketball, football, soccer, you know, they all take a break midway through the game to really kind of take a look at, Hey, how did that game plan we went into the game with? How's that playing out? And what adjustments might we want to make if we want to continue either to continue to be successful in the game or if we want to turn things around with an opportunity to win this game sure yeah i mean i think you know to to transfer over to the mortgage side of things i think we're going to go into a different type of defense the Uh second half of the year here so the first half of the year right it was a little bit easier still coming out of 2020 with low rate refi opportunities so quarter one was smoking quarter one we were off to a great let's say quarter one we were way ahead 
Yes. Right. Way ahead of probably what our business plans look like. Yep. And then quarter two, many of us still did really, you know, really great coming off quarter one and applications yep. from the end of the quarter one. Um, but now as we halfway through the year, we've seen the rates tick up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, what is that? What is the second half of the year? We're <coughs> going to be faced with do we want if we want to stay at that offensive level? Yeah, we probably need to pivot now. Yes. And make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I think you're right. And I think, you know, rates are certainly a factor. I think the other thing we're dealing with right now is the inventory issue. Right. And so, you know, I'm starting to hear, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm starting to hear from um, our uh, loan officers out in the market or even agents out in the market who are saying that, hey, buyers are starting to like take a wait and see approach. Mm -hmm. Like it's so difficult out there for buyers right now. So you know, what that means for you as a mortgage professional is your number of at-bats could be slowing down. Right. Because there's buyers that are out there, they're just not active buyers, um, <clears throat> you know, in that market real quick. So, you know, I think um, going back to the sports analogy, there are some coaches who are really great at this shift or at this pivot, making mm-hmm. halftime adjustments. Dude, like, by the way, I would have loved to have been in the locker room when the great Tampa Bay Buccaneer Tom Brady went into halftime of that Atlanta Falcons Absolutely. Super Bowl. Like, I would have loved, I wish I could have heard what they Amen. talked about yeah. in there. Like, the greatest comeback of to all time. To not give up then, right? Yes. I mean, that yeah. game was done. That game was over. And won yes. by Atlanta. And then he, yeah. he kept everybody, offense and defense, fired up. Mm-hmm. And uh, to do what they had to do to come back in that game. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, there's there's great coaches out there who do a really great job at that halftime adjustment. So what John and I want to talk to you about today is how do you do those halftime adjustments in your own life? Now, I used life because I think it's important to remember a lot of times we think in terms of business planning that it's just business. And I, I mean, I think that's a mistake we make. Um, as individuals, as businesses, um, as leaders, because there's more to this life than just business, business right? right? And so, you know, like I'm going to be transparent about something Family, real quick. health. And, I'm going to bring it in. We're going right? to talk health. So I have a bet on the books. Stephen Katz and you do. <laughs> with, <laughs> with an individual who um, I believe I wrote a check to him for two grand um, somewhere at the beginning of January that should I not hit this weight loss goal? Yeah. Um, he gets to cash by the way, if I hit it, he, you know, throw it up. Right. I'm good. Yeah. Um, so I'm not doing so good. Well, you can make that change right now. I can still still make that change right now. Right. And so that's kind of what we're talking about. So it's not just your business, it's your health. It could be your financial health. Um, it could be your relationships, right? Being mm-hmm. a, a spouse, being, um, you know, a parent. But I think, you know, now is the time like halfway through the year and everything's changing too. Like when, you know, you go back and talk about, you just were at some face-to-face stuff, like not just in our business is shifting, but the world is shifting right now too. So for a lot of people, they may not have taken like some vacation time or time with their family because, hey, where were you going to go? It wasn't like you could really do anything, right? right? And now you need to take a check in on the health of all of those things too. So as John and I walk you through this segment, I think we're going to give you like four things that you can do right now. I want you to keep in mind, they're not always just business related, but we're going to try to throw in some things um, that are life related as well. So the first of the four things that we're going to talk about is you have to take a moment and analyze 
how are you doing right now, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's how are you doing against your goals? I just talked about my weight loss goal. Weight loss goal, I'm not doing good, but how are you doing against your goals um, with your business? You know, um, I say all the time that numbers tell a story. There's a story that those numbers are telling you. So whatever your goals might be, um, you need to stop for a minute and really take a look at where those are at because you might need to take some adjustments. So like some of the questions I would ask are, so let's just talk in terms of business. Hey, John, is your business up, down? Or you don't know. Or flat. Or <laughs> yeah. I guess the fourth one is you don't know. Right. By the way, that one's more scary than, than up, down, or flat. Th that's a question that you want to ask. Another one that you might want to ask is, hey, are you cruising along? Like, are you, are you cruising along and absolutely killing it? Like, meaning like you're killing it without effort. Right. right? No that, intentional plan. Yeah, no intentional plan. That's something that you want to take a look at. Um, but one of the things I would encourage you to do is, or how about writing like a report card? Mm. Good idea. Right? Yeah. And so if you took the things that are important to you in your life, your business, your relationships, um, your health, um, your finances, whatever, if you had to go through each of those and give yourself a report card on the first semester um, of... Yeah. What does it look like? Yeah. What does that look like? Um, you know, actually take a measurement um, to that. And then obviously your business goals as well. Yeah. Um, so, and then one of the things that you want to take a look at as you're going back and taking a look at your goals is do you have a gap to make up? Okay. And so let me explain like what the gap is. So I'm going to use even round numbers. If the goal was 10, whatever the, whatever it is that you're measuring, um, if the goal was 10 a month, that means you need to get to 120 for the year. But at the halfway point, you're at 40. You've got a gap. You've got a gap. Right. Right. And so now I need to figure out how to do 80 in six months instead of 120 in 12 months, which means you're going to have to crank it up a little bit. Right. You know, to be able to to be able to um, hit some of those goals. And I think this is one of those things like when you when you stop where we're at right now and we take a healthy look at where we're at, this is where awareness is more important than knowledge. Right. Because like to your point, you just said do you even know? Right. If you don't know, you can't affect change right now. Correct. And, and even bigger, like if you don't have goals, how do you, at the end of the day, how do you know whether you're winning or losing? Correct. I mean, I think it's important that you look like we, we've been doing a, a little um, uh, teaching right now, I guess, or just a report on where does your business look like compared to last year? Mm -hmm. You know, month by month, breaking it down, are you doing more or less for the same amount of prequels? Mm -hmm. And when you say you can't really, you might be cruising along right now, but we can clearly, if you're, if you're measuring your prequels or your at-bats, we can clearly see that there, whether you're increasing, you're doing your activities, mm -hmm. or maybe there's something yeah. that you need to start doing mm -hmm. to get those at-bats. Yeah, and, and that, like to your point, if you're measuring some of those early indicators weekly or other than closings and if you're yeah other than closings or even take it a step further if you're measuring your activities weekly mm -hmm. you're gonna see way ahead of time if you're gonna have a challenge in your business then if you wait correct to measure closing months, so like right. one of the things i always say in that instance is as salespeople, when do we normally measure our success we measure it at the end of a month, right? Mm -hmm. So John, if, if we measure it at the end of the month, how many times a year do you take a measurement on how you're doing? 12 times. Only 12, Yep. right? But if you have a, a 
weekly goal, how many times are you taking a measure of how you're doing? 52. 52, right? And so you're seeing it happen. Like you can affect change when you're looking at it regularly versus then looking at it in that, you know, huge pocket of time. Correct. Um, and I think one of the last point I'll make on that is it's like you've told me one of the successes you've had in a weight loss recently. and you've Measuring done, myself you, every morning at the same time. Yep. Yep. And, and you've I was done gonna, really well, by the way. Yeah, well, they, I was going to say it's starting to trend back the other way. So yeah. you you gave me a little report card that I've got to measure, <laughs> and I don't want it to go back in that complete yeah. direction. So I'm taking action. But by stepping on the scale every day is when you're I recognizing, right. hey, you know, if I did that once a month, rails. trust me, be too late. Not not going to be good. It's yeah, too be late. too late. Yeah. All right. So the second thing we want you to take a look at is what's working, and what's a complete waste of your time. Okay. Okay. And so this is where like actually determining what your activities are, are important. So let's go back to like the weight loss scenario, so to speak. Um, what was working for you when you were having your success? Healthy diet. Every, I mean, for, for me, I was, you know, I was exercising, but I, I, I was focusing on eating a balanced diet. Okay. No keto. Okay. which has been my go-to, yep. but, you know, healthy fruits, vegetables, trying to eat three to four times a day with protein shakes and drink lots of water, cut out all the Diet Coke, sugar, white bread, white pasta, and just trying to eat clean, which I haven't done in probably forever. I mean, that was pretty <laughs> does that, does that, that probably scares a guy like you that yes. does keto. The vegetable part alone probably really gets you a little sideways. That's probably not an activity. Yeah, that you like. I'm not going to like that. No, um, you know, but, but, here's, but here's the reality is like, so to, to this point, that has brought you success. Yes. So like you clearly can see this brought me success. I should keep doing this. Absolutely. Right. Whereas like I'm stepping on the scale every day and my number is kind of flat it's not going up. It's not going down. It's kind of flat. <laughs> but like, you know, I probably had a donut and a couple cheeseburgers yesterday. May have. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was National Donut Day last natural, week. You know? So, um, you know, you got you to gotta take stock of what you're doing and the things that are working for you, you need to double down on. But the things that aren't working for you, you need to take a look at eliminating from, you know, what you're yep. doing. And like it's it's hard to give an example of what that is because for some people some things work better than others, um, you know. But like one of the things I'll tell you I used to do when I was originating is I did a lot of business networking. So think BNI, NPI, you know, business to business networking. Well, I always was a member of three. Okay. And so on Wednesdays I went to a lunch. On Thursdays I went to a breakfast. And on Fridays I went to a breakfast. And Every year, I would evaluate the amount of referrals that I got from each one of those three networking groups. And the one that I got the least from, that was it. I resigned my seat and I went and found the new third. Okay. Right. I and like so that. that's what I mean by like taking an account. Like, are you spending your time doing things that aren't giving you a return on investment? And in this case, for me, like they probably gave a, all three gave a return on investment, but I was interested in. How do I get the biggest return for the least amount of time, right? And so sure. I've always been a believer of, hey, if I can invest a quarter and make a dollar, I want to spend my time on that activity instead of the activity that I've got to invest 50 cents to make the same dollar. Yeah, great point. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, I think to, to your point, as far as the networking events or events, events that you do attend, if you're 
you know, at a realtor event, you've also got to step it up and know who your, who your audience is, right? If you look at a room full of 100 realtors, what do we know? Maybe 10 to 20% are in production. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably 50% that are in very little production. And then somewhere in the middle, you know, that last 20, 30% probably closing just, you know, a small amount of business. Yeah. But knowing or having the research or the capability to know your audience you only have enough time to go after a few people in a room. Sure. So if you've done your homework and you have access to data through some of the MLS reports that we have access to, yeah. um, you kind of you can know ahead of time, you know, which which folks you want to be trying to get in relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, you know, one of the things I would tell you too. Let's go back to talk about this is more than just business, but life. I want you to think about it in the terms of your key relationships. Do you have relationships that raise? you like they raise your lid or do you have relationships that suck the life out of you drama yeah right bring yeah bring you a lot of drama um and and i think sometimes it's hard to identify you know if we if we don't stop and really think about it yeah i mean i recently i had somebody at business related that uh actually made a decision to you know not solicit that person anymore at intentionally because of that reason you know just to the trade-off wasn't worth it. Yeah. You know, it just got them too, you know, depressed and you've got to be with positive, positive people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cause all of that stuff is negativity is a, breeds negativity. Yeah. There you go. It's, it's a, it's a matter. So, and the kind of last kind of point we'll make on, on this point and, and this point we're talking about is what's working and what isn't is that, um, you gotta, you gotta take a look at like what's getting in the way of your success. And so I remember I was coaching a loan originator a number of years ago, and um, you know they they had come to me and it's like you know I'm doing everything I should be doing I'm working hard I'm putting in full days, and I'm just not getting the return that I'm looking for like I'm not doing the business that I want to be doing and I said okay well let's let's sit down and evaluate your time for a minute and so one of the things I'd asked them to do was hey I, I want you to just, like keep next to your phone just a piece of paper that's got blocks of time in like 30 minute increments. Okay. And, and throughout the day, I just want you to write down what you're doing, right? In that 30 minute block. Um, well, they didn't necessarily do a really great job at that. And it didn't, you know, for some people, they'll do a great job at that and it'll identify for you quickly what are you spending your time doing. But we had to go to the next level. And the next level is like, hey, let's take a look at what your actual calendar looks like. And so as we looked at it, one of the things that we uncovered was, Okay, well, every morning I go to yoga at nine o'clock, you know, and then in the af- you know, two afternoons, I go get my nails done and maybe like another afternoon I have, you know, I don't know, some other like personal type of appointment. And like until they actually looked at their schedule that way, they didn't realize that they weren't actually putting in a full day. Right. One, they weren't getting started until too late in the day, which by the way, like, you know, if you're going to the gym at nine o'clock and you're finishing up at 10, by the time you're done at 10, like you're you're planning lunch. Well, (laughs) your phone has got to be like ridiculous with text, missed calls, you know, the whole nine yards. So now you spent however much time just getting caught up from that. And now you're planning lunch. Right. Right. So you got to look at the things that are, that are time suckers. The third point that we want to make is that you got to be agile and willing to pivot and to adjust, okay? And so let me give you an example of this. In our business, 
we had to pivot and adjust on about March 17th of 2020. Yes, we did. Okay. Yep. The world changed, but even bigger, interest rates took a massive deep dive and a huge opportunity opened up for us. Business plans as we knew it, we crumbled up, threw away, okay? We had to pivot and adjust and we had to do it fast. We had to be nimble if you were gonna take advantage of what was going on in the market at the time. Um, you know, if, if everything around you is changing, you've gotta change with it. Mm -hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to look around here for a minute. It's time to pivot again. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's we're, changing. We're at that point where it is changing rapidly. Right. You know, um, there's a shift in the mortgage market because of the refinance opportunity slowing down. We have a difficult um, buyer's market right now with a huge lack of inventory. Yep. Right. Um, and the world is recovering from COVID. And let's be real honest, a lot of us probably got into some not so great habits during that time period. 100%. Right? And so, like, again, hello, knock, knock. If you're not paying attention, look around. The world is changing. Um, and it's time to be quick and nimble. Mm -hmm. I think Vanilla Ice said that, by the quick way. Quick and nimble. I like it. Ice, <laughs> ice, baby. Yeah, and maybe you and I talk all the time about maybe it's time to pull out your 2020 business plan and take a look at it. Yeah. And maybe add back some of those activities for example going to the lunch at the mba yes you know uh you know your local area but going to networking events trying to schedule lunch and learns happy hours office visits you know engaging the brokers and realtors in person again mm -hmm. rather than via zoom yeah. or just by by the phone i mean I, it's it's definitely shifting and you've got to be out in front of it because you know people are getting back after it yeah yeah absolutely all right, so kind of continuing on that line and, and just shifting a little bit to like the personal side of that is that um, our business and our personal lives are not just set it and forget it. For a lot of us, I think we really wish that it was, you, you know, like, trust, it's like that. Tr trust me, I'm getting harped on. We've got to plan a vacation. We've got to, that's all, yes. I, that's all I've heard. I know you've got some scheduled, Yeah. but you know, between us with baseball and swimming, as you know, it's we, to me, that's kind of a vacation. You know, mm -hmm. we were just four days in Orlando, so I'm thinking that's kind of a vacation. Yeah. And yeah, my wife says, that's that not a vacation. Count. That that's doesn't just, count. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Brady playing baseball. We're just tagging along. So I've got it, hon, I'm going to get that done. I promise you. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to so, hold him accountable to yes, it. Yes, yes. I've got I've to schedule it. But at the same time, I feel like it's going to be crazy this summer everywhere. Yeah, I mean, we've started looking at hotels. I mean, just if yes. you've gone online, I mean, what you could spend, yes. you know, pre-COVID, it's double and triple. Yeah, it's the prices the demand on is, travel the demand are is, actually higher now yeah. than they were before COVID. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's because it's a supply and demand. You know, issue. when you talk about your financial planning and well-being, yeah, that's my responsibility for my family. So I'm thinking, is now the right time to be? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's yeah. that trade-off. If I don't do it, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I think, again, you got like going back to, you know, the whole point of this segment is you got to be quick and you got to shift with it. And we got to look at all of those things, you know, like we have a tendency, like I said, to want to set it and forget it. Like that makes me think um, people love to do this with drip campaigns. Oh, I'll just jam my entire database into this drip Never campaign. Look at it. And oh, it's all it's always working in the background. Well, yes, it is. And drip campaigns are important. Databases are important, 
but they're not set it and forget it. And what I mean by that, at some point, you actually need to pick up the phone and engage with somebody in any kind of drip campaign. But our lives aren't like that either, you know. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm learning right now, like our kids are out of school, right? And so, needless to say, the 2020 school year was interesting to say the least. Um, we did school a different way than we ever have. Yeah. It took me a while to get used to that. Then it took me a while to get used to the next semester. And now here we are again um, with the summer upon us, right? And so like the things that you're going to do with your children, the responsibilities that you have as a parent and being able to juggle everything else in your life, you know, we have to shift quickly to it. And I think what happens sometimes is we don't have the right triggers in place to get us going, you know? And so like, I'm going to share a secret with everybody. So Fire away. In our business, I we do a conference call with a group of loan originators every Monday morning at 9 a.m. The 9 a.m. is specific for a reason. We could do a meeting with that group anytime, any day, Monday through Friday. The trigger is I got to get, get my butt start, moving right. yeah, on Monday morning yeah. for work. Right. Right. Um, that's what I mean by you got to put some nobody likes Mondays. Place. No, nobody likes Mondays. And that's why, like, if we didn't have to get up and get ready for that conference call or whatever it might be, we, we might not get moving until 11 or 12 o'clock on Monday. Right. Like I haven't fully recovered from the weekend. It wasn't long enough. I'm not ready. I don't want to do it. Right. And let's be honest in our business, we don't have traditional jobs that require us to punch a clock every, right. you know, Monday through Friday. Right. And so those triggers are in place just to help us pivot quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, go along the lines too, John, of that is like, I just made a note about diet, right? And so are there things that can derail you from success that you have to look ahead to as well? So like you just talked about, hey, I need to take a vacation with my family, right? Well, um, you know, and I'm not telling you that you should diet while you're on vacation, but I'm using it as an example of, hey, if I've really got this goal, if this is really something I want to do... Do I look ahead to what are the things that could derail me before summertime in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that can derail me. <laughs> Lots of cookouts. Yeah. A lot of cookouts. Just a lot of fun. Right. You know, it's, I, yeah. I mean, I think now that you're, you know, you're, you know, I know I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated now. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with crowds. Yeah. You know, just like pre COVID and everything. So I find like, you know, a lot of the people that we haven't seen in a while are looking forward to socializing, neighborhood parties, graduation parties. And I was tempted at a couple of them this past weekend. Yeah. A lot of good food. Yeah. You know, and I have, it's been a lot easier during COVID. Yes. To just to stay away to, from, you know, stuff, because yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, you know, it wasn't thrown in my face, but now yeah. it's going to be a little bit, you know, harder for me to yeah. stick to it. Yep. So the fourth point, we'll wrap up this with this one is, The fourth one, this is the four-letter word that nobody likes. Be accountable. Yeah, nobody likes that. I recognize it's not really a four-letter word. People look at that as a curse word. Right. Um, Be accountable. Here's the thing. Um, Set that appointment with your financial advisor. Right? My, My sister was telling me recently, she sat down and met with hers, and at the end of the conversation, she felt a whole lot better about what her retirement plan looked like than before. 100%. Right? And yeah. it doesn't, I mean, obviously that had a great outcome for her, but what if it didn't? Right? So, you know, the lesson there is go, go ahead and set that appointment with your financial advisor. Hey, the other thing is like, don't be afraid to look into some kind of coaching. 
Absolutely. Right. Yep. I think when you look at it, we've been talking a lot about sports on this podcast. Every, every, every great every athlete. Great athlete, every great business leader, every great doctor, surgeon, they all have coaches, mentors yeah. that they go to on a regular basis. Did you, John, did you see the headline this week about Tom Brady and Clyde Christensen? I did not. Okay, so Tom Brady, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Greatest Super Bowl ever. champions, and Clyde Christensen, who is the quarterback's coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the morning after the Super Bowl, Monday morning after the Super Bowl, Tom Brady FaceTimes Clyde and says, hey, Let's go over it. I think we could be better. I love the it. The dude just won the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> right? And he's like, hey, I don't think we've peaked yet. I think we can be better. Let's talk about it. I love That's it. That's the greatest quarterback of all time being accountable right. to something or someone. Yep. It's never good enough. Right? I, I mean, love that. Yeah. You, you know? Was he dra- was he drawing up the play about the... Uh, the, the toss on the boat with the trophy? They were probably drawing that up, okay. yeah. That was a solid one. That was a solid one. Um, yeah, so don't be afraid to look into coaching. I, here's the thing. People will do almost anything to stay in their comfort zone. Correct. Right, think about yeah. that for a minute. We'll do almost anything to stay in our comfort zone. But it's when we get, like I said earlier, like when we get comfortable being uncomfortable, typically we get to our very best, mm-hmm. right, and, and being uncomfortable. And I guess the other part of that is reminds like, me of, of, of my diet. We go back to that. One of my treats is ice cream. I'm, I mean, I love ice cream and I would make for years, no matter what diet, I'd make that little exception, like a bowl of ice cream late at night will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> really isn't. I like to put saltine crackers in mine. <laughs> really? You've no. never had saltine crackers in your no, ice cream? No, just straight chocolate ice cream, Brian. With actually, I'll give you my tip, a little bit of milk on top. Wow. That's it. No You're getting fancy. Uh, no saltines. Right. All right. So on that on that piece too, like don't just don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't yeah. be afraid. I, like I'm not helping John by telling him to go put some saltine crackers in right. his That's, ice cream, it's or that, even talking about ice that, cream. It's that <laughs> it's that perfect mix of salty and sweet. Um, the other thing is, I mean, this is this is <laughs> going to be to your Kyle's to, laughing to at your that. family. Yeah, just, he's going to try it. Yeah, <laughs> I, dude, you should. <laughs> so um, here's another thing. Make personal commitments, right? So, you know, we've, we've been talking a little bit about relationships. Make that personal commitment to your family, um, to your children, to your spouse or whatever. Um, trust me when I tell you, you tell your kids you're going to do something. You know this, John. Yep. They do not freaking forget it. Do not. Right? Learned it this weekend. Yeah. You tell your kids you're going to do something, they will never, ever forget it. It reminds me of, you know, we've been making fun of myself here my a little wife's bit. like that too. You know, Ooh. of... Uh, John's weight loss journey being different than mine, but back um, years ago, um, I decided I was going to do something about it, and um, I had gone from almost 300 pounds to 215 pounds in about 10 months, and uh, obviously, I was pretty tight on the diet, so we know I can do it, but I had started running, and I had gotten the idea that I wanted to run a marathon because I'd had a friend do it that I was actually kind of a little jealous of that he was able to say, hey, I've run a marathon and I can't, I told everybody who would listen that I was training for a marathon. Smart. So you know what happens. You're accountable. Everybody wants to know how's the marathon yep. training going? Yep. Yep. How are you doing? When is the marathon? Right. Right. So from that point, like I didn't want to tell any of the, like I was hoping I was going to break a leg or something, you know, but at that point you don't want to tell people, oh, you know, I just thought I wasn't going to do it. It's just like we talk about in business planning, you know, yeah. with what we do in life. 
we have some people that are afraid to put it on paper period yeah you know because they don't want to let themselves down yeah you know but you've got to hold yourself accountable you got to look at everything in life that you're doing and be honest with yourself with the report card the uh, the mid-semester update and say yeah. how am i doing in every aspect of my life am i a one right now or a 10 mm-hmm. you know and then make that change yeah. so, you it's know, like it's like that report card we talked right. about and if you get off track no matter what it is whether it's business personal flip the switch and go back the other way you know sometimes you have conversations with somebody and they'll say well you know i've already blown the diet i'm like well if that w- that was yesterday yeah back on it today you'll be fine whatever it is in life you're trying to accomplish just yeah. forget the past yeah. and, and get back on your plan dude Give that's it as a great as you can get back on track yeah john that's a great point because like the way i look at a business plan is it's like a gps for your car mm-hmm. okay so like yeah. when, when you're driving your car to go to you're going to go from tampa to Orlando, and it's going to take you off on one of the exits, maybe 49. You're going to go up around over the overpass and then back on I-4. Why does it do it in that one spot? I'm like, what? You're absolutely right. It does it in that one spot. What am I doing here? There's nothing here. But you're making my point. (laughs) Back on track. The GPS reroutes you to the right place. When you go the wrong way, rerouting, 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 the GPS always comes back. Think about your business plan like that. When you get derailed, that business plan is always there to get you right back on track right. quickly. Yep. Right. Great point. You should probably so, have that right. You know. Yeah, you should have it somewhere prominent. You can see yeah, it somewhere prominent where you're looking at it. Most of us put it. it in a drawer. Yeah. And never look and never at look it. at it again. Yep. Yeah. So good stuff. So I hope uh, that you got some value out of John and I's conversation here, real quick. Uh, this today about um, halftime adjustments. We hope that you've had a great first half of the year. Whether you have, whether you haven't, what John and I want you to know is we're all about adding as much value um, to people as we can. So if there's anything that we can do to help you, we want you to know that we're always here to serve. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. On behalf of John Jones, I'm Brian Lovell. And we'll see you in six months to see whether that check gets torn up. (laughs) And I'm John Jones. (laughs) 